Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have with me Pastor Daryl Thompson II from Mount Carmel, Illinois. And he and his wife, Dina, have a really great church called the River Church. And I hope that y'all that are in the area get a chance to visit sometime. It's a blessing every time I get an opportunity Man, to go there, Pastor. Looking forward to your next meeting. So let's pray and we'll get started. Father, we're so thankful yes, for Pastor Darrell and Dina and his thank church you. and his love for you, their love for you, Father. And we're just thankful that for this opportunity to get together. And we thank you that lives are being changed because we know your word is a living thing, Father, and powerful. And Father, we thank you for taking your word and these testimonies, Father, and that lives are being changed out there. People are becoming hungry for Jesus. People are coming to Jesus. Yes. We thank you for it in thank the precious you, name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Dare, we're going to continue on just a little bit, maybe on more of your testimony. You got a little bit more to share in that area. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it being able to be here. Just kind of get a little bit more into my testimony. I kind of gave a, a preview before of everything, but before we actually planted the River Church, I was in. I, I used to be a an explosives technician. I was uh, a licensed explosive technician. I would go into power plants and deslag boilers with dynamite was used to doing that and that was the type of work I did was involved in a really bad accident over by uh, at the Baldwin power plant in, you know, over in Illinois Baldwin Illinois one of my co-workers that was with me actually died from the injuries of that explosion that happened but we were engulfed in flames for 25 minutes we uh, were doing a routine job actually we thought we were shooting out slag, and what happened was is we had coal dust that was bypassing the firebox and falling into an ash hopper that was just supposed to collect ash. But for those of you that don't know that are listening, you can take coal ash, and you can pick it up in your hands and throw it in the air, and it will ignite instantaneously from the oxygen in the air. So once we punched through, we seen what we call fireflies, and I, I was uh, setting the explosives, and my partner was a dead man. As soon as we set our first explosive, I looked in and I seen what we call fireflies and I knew we were in trouble and I yelled at him to grab the explosives. Well, kaboom, everything blew up. It went 19 stories out of the roof of the power plant. We were engulfed in flames. Like I said, 25 minutes, we jumped about 35, 40 feet. We were seven stories in the air, jumped and landed on a two and a half foot wide scaffolding. It was either burn up or jump. And I knew there was a scaffolding down there, just didn't know if we would ever hit it. So. We jumped when we both landed. I had to drag him out. He had uh, fell on his belly. The fire was so intense that uh, he had tried to grab the metal grating to push himself up and his fingers started melting to the grating. I landed on my hind end and got up and I had to go drag. I had no skin on my arms and my hands. Every bit of hair on my head and my face was burnt off. And so I had to go back in. He was yelling and I drug him out and then he died two days later in the hospital. I was in the burner unit at St. Louis for years. Out To make a long story short, out of that, I became a multimillionaire out of that incident. And now I have more money than I know what to do with. Bought a nice home, took care of my kids. Out of the accident, I had skin grafts done on my hands, thought I was going to lose my ears. God miraculously healed my ears. You can't even tell that they were burnt. I actually, they didn't even know that we didn't even know my ears were healed until the day they came in to take the bandages off, but they were taking the bandages off to go remove my ears. So when they took the bandages off, the doctors were just completely freaked out, could not believe it, and scratching their head. And I'm like, this is a miracle. And they 
They said, well, we don't know about that. You know how that is. And I said, well, I know what it is. So I had broken my back, had to have two spinal surgeries done on my back. God gave me a, an incredible Christian doctor in St. Louis named Dr. Cornett. I sat with a broken back and my spinal cord going in different direct, in three different directions. He said, he, my doctor goes, you should be a paraplegic. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, when, you're, when you broke your back, you're on the bone of your back, you had uh, two fluid sacs that formed that allowed the, to, that allowed your spinal cord to set on them and keep them from being severed. I said, well, then we need to do surgery now. And he goes, no, I've got a new surgery waiting to be approved by the FDA. And he said, once it's done, he said, then we'll do that surgery. He goes, if God wanted you a paraplegic, you already be one. And so he said, just don't fall. And then he laughed and I didn't find it funny. But anyway, <laughs> he was joking. And uh, so I went about three months, had a spinal, two spinal surgeries done with a new type of surgery. I'm over 20 years later, I'm sitting here in front of you. I don't have any back pain. My bone density, my back's like 96, 97 percent. Um, and so God's been good to me. I became a multimillionaire, bought my own business, be, was running my business, grew my business. We went, you know, grew our business from one million to two million to three million dollars a year to up almost five million. We were doing really, really well. And then I had a, I, we planted the River Church and Basically, we were doing what God called us to do, but yet not fully wanting to do what God called us to do, mm -hmm. you know. So we mm -hmm. had done the step of planning. I'd been, knew I was called into the ministry for years, and I had a prophet friend come to me crying one day, and he says, I need to have a conversation with you. And I said, okay. And he says, I don't want to tell you this. He said, but God's going to take everything that you got. He's taking your business. He's taking your money. He's taking everything. And I told him to get out of my truck. I said, just get out of my truck. I don't even want to talk to you. You know, I was just kind of, that. you don't want to hear that. You're going right. to lose. Yeah. You know, you're, I was a millionaire. You know, I'm. It's for me, it wasn't that money was everything. I gave a ton of money away. Mm -hmm. I tithed. I still did right. everything that I needed to do. But yet, it, money. the money never changed me and my wife. But yet, it was easily, e easy to be dependent upon it, if mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so God took everything out around us. I had a, uh, I owned a home that was worth $550 million or $550,000. I had a, over a half a million dollar home. I lost my home. I lost everything I had and I became as dirt poor as you get dirt poor, moved into a rent house, sat on my bed at one night when my wife and kids went, they went to see their to see my in-laws, spend some time with them. And I sat on my bed as a preacher with a nine millimeter in my hand waiting to, I was going to blow my head off. I had a pastor friend of mine call me on the phone and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. And he says, you're about to kill yourself. And I said, how'd you know? And he's like, the Lord told me to call you. I said, yeah, I'm sitting here with a gun in my hand. He goes, you're, it's in your hand. And I said, well, it was in my mouth. Now, you know, I don't know what some of y'all's theology is and to be honest with you, hopefully here in a little bit, we're going to get into some of the things that I want to share that helps along with this testimony. But a lot of theology you, that you, some of you would have would be like, well, why are you behind a pulpit? And what are you doing this for? And what are you doing that for? And it's just the reality, in fact, that life hits preachers as much as it hits people in the pew. On, and and I, I pastored. Um, I had my accountability the whole way. My pastor friends held me accountable, met with me, talked with me, prayed with me, did everything, counseled with me would not let me step down in the middle of it. They stay, they're like, no, this is how you face life and you face life in this. And, and God just uh, has greatly done a miracle in the fact that, you know, it, it, you know, I would love to tell you that after we lost everything, 
that all of a sudden we had our own we had our own home again we we just finally purchased our home uh, our own home a little over a year and a half ago the lord has blessed us throughout the ministry and, and it caused us to run closer to him than it did to run away from him in the midst of it and so uh you know i i would say this greg more than anything I'm where I'm at now, and it took me a while to get there. It took me over seven years. to. I lived in a rent house for seven years with 1960 carpet. I lived in it for seven years and could barely pay my bills. And the Lord took me, I believe it, he took me out. It, it only took me seven years because of what I did with my money when I had it. I tithed wow. and I gave. If I hadn't have done that, I'd probably still be where I'm at today, or wow. where, where I was at then. And But God has taken us out of that. To me, money's nothing. I, I don't I don't really care about money. I, I've learned more than anything. I sit in my sunroom and when I open my Bible and read in the mornings and I look outside and I watch birds sit there and pick at the ground and pull their beak up and they've got a worm in their mouth, I, I just smile and know. The Lord spoke to me one day and he said, did you see that? And I said, yes, yeah. I seen that. And he said, that's why you never need to worry about money again, Praise son. God. So here we are all these years later now. And we got our own home. God's blessed us through the midst of that. I never filed bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've paid every debt that I've owed. Praise you know, God, God is, he, he blessed it. So. He's good. He's been good to me. Praise Absolutely. God. Well, Pastor, if you'd pray for our listeners, we've got more to talk about in the next couple of days. Amen. Father, we just thank you for today, Lord. I pray that you would just uh, just be with those that are listening, God. I pray that this uh, my testimony would speak to their heart. I pray that you would just, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, only you can do it, can draw them unto you. Lord, and I pray that your Holy Spirit would draw them unto the Father, Lord, that they would know you, Jesus, and know and know who their daddy is, God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I can't wait to get started tomorrow. You can contact Pastor at the River Church at 315 North Market Street in Mount Carmel, Illinois. Or you can also reach him on the website. At the riverchurchmtc.com. And then also on Facebook at the River Church. At the River Church, yes, sir. Fabulous. Well, folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary. Amen.